the love people are having, the love we have for each other, the love marriage married people have, is going to grow cold. Whereby there is going to be an increase of wickedness. People are going to be consistent in wickedness. Listen to my words carefully. People are going to be consistent in wickedness. When these others are consistent in love, these people are going to be consistent in wickedness. Because their love is now growing into coldness, is growing into hatred, is growing into betrayal. In this last days, many will betray themselves. But then the Lord gives us an assurance and He tells us that we, as children of God, we should love one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. The Lord says, for you, the believer, love your neighbor as yourself. So if the if the if you are going to love your neighbor as yourself, and if your neighbor is going to love you as himself, what will happen if your neighbor doesn't know how to love himself? I will say the man with the legion, he was possessed with the spirit, and the spirit of God legion, six thousand demons, and then he began to cut himself up, fix himself. Blood was pushed out. He couldn't be turned by any man. So imagine you have such a man afflicting so much pain upon himself. He doesn't love himself. How is that man able to reciprocate that love to you? How? So we must begin to teach people how to even love themselves. So that they can love another person. Are we okay? Most of the time we are taught on how to love people, how to forgive people. But that people will not even forgive themselves. They are unable to forgive others. Are we okay? Some people don't treat themselves well. How can they treat someone well? How can they treat their neighbor well? You see, in Bible says we have some guys, some ladies equally masturbating. They don't treat themselves well. That's the order of God. Such a person. You see, we don't see it like that. We don't see it as that is the problem. We don't see that masturbating is the problem. We don't see that masturbating is not treating yourself well. I don't know. May God give us understanding. He says that in these last days, love will grow cold. But as we should love each other, love your neighbor as yourself. It is our duty to work in love, not to work in hatred, not to work in betrayal, not to work in bitterness or offense, but to work in love. Then he tells us to guard your heart with vigilance in all diligence, because out of it proceeds the issues of life. You see, you know that scripture too well. When I said vigilance, some of you are already quoted diligence. For out of it proceeds the of life. Guard your heart. The heart of man is the seat of man. You guys need to buy my book. Come. <laughs> I tell you. Alright. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it proceeds the issue of issues of life. The eyes become the windows and the ears become the windows and the, the, the gate of man, man's body. But he said the heart of man is the seat of man. And one of the things that Satan wanted to heaven and then he was cast out of He wanted to ascend the throne of God or even go beyond the throne of God and put his throne or his seat above the throne of God. 
cast down the angels that got into his message. So if he was not able to sit on the seat of God, and our heart is the seat of man, and Jesus said that we have we are seated in heavenly places with Christ. Are we here? Our heart is the seat of man. The devil wanted to sit on the seat of God, but the throne of God, he couldn't. He wanted to even set his throne above. It couldn't. He couldn't. And the Bible says that our heart is the seat of man. If our heart is the seat of man, and out of that seat proceeds all issues of life, then the agenda of the enemy is to target the heart of man. Because if the devil is able to influence the heart of man, he is able to get his seat. And then he is able to achieve an ability of sitting with Christ. But God forbid. So if the devil is able to influence your heart, the seat of man, which is your heart, he is able to influence what proceeds out of you. Are we okay? So if the devil is able to influence your heart, he is able to influence the things that proceed out of you. The target of the devil is not the unbeliever because their hearts are already influenced. The target of the devil is us, believers. Because we are seated with Christ in high places. Are we okay? We must build ourselves to a point where we do not allow the devil have influence and access to our hearts. If he has access to it, he can destroy everything. He can destroy the thinking he's doing you good. And you will think the devil is doing you good. By the time you realize you are destroyed, the purposes of this world will destroy you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. You made mention of uh, we can in our hearts. Yes, uh, can you please throw more light on that? How do we do that? Because as you said, the heart is the seat of man. Yes, yes. So can you, can you just teach So, the heart being the seat of man. And he says, guard it with all due diligence. God said, those that love me obey my commandments. One way to guard your heart is to love God. Because in loving God, you are obeying me. And in so, the devil has no place in your heart. It's the nature way. We have to love God with all our hearts. Trust Him with all our understanding. We ought to do so. We ought to love God. Are you seeing? It is easier said than done. Yeah. If I ask you, do you love God? You call it I love God. I worship God. I mean, it just shows I love God. But that's not it. When the children of God got and Satan appeared, he was in church too. Does it mean he loved God? <laughs> okay. So, attending church is not a proof of your love for Christ. Many are in church for different reasons. Yeah. I remember those days, Pastor Divine and I, and uh, Minister Duncan and all that, we go to church and we ask ourselves, today, what are we wearing today for that? We all want to dress the same. Now, it gets to a point even that when one person is not coming for service and they call and they are doing what are you? Let's be there, we'll all walk to church. When, that, when one person is not coming, they tell you, we don't we'll meet up ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We don't go to church because one person is not going. So, 
we are waiting for to eat our stuff. After that, we're going. The reason why we're going to church right there to us is because we love God. But I normally we were going because of meeting ourselves. Over here, what is your motive of going to church? Because you see Bishop, because Bishop will talk against you, or because you love God. Why do you come for service? We have to be able to love God. We have to be able to love God. Are being taught which are not consistent with the word of God. It is why many people 
people are having good love relationships, marriage, and all that. Because their mentality and their foundation on which their understanding of love is based is weak, is built on sand, not on rock. So it's able to fall when any wind comes. There is nothing like love at first sight. Because love is patient. Love takes time to establish itself. Love is not spontaneous. It takes time to establish itself. If a guy or a lady sees you today and says he loves you, she loves you, it's a lie. They will tell you, I've been spying you for a long time, but I couldn't tell you it's now that I love So, okay, why couldn't they tell you all along? Is it that they are shy or they were taking time to establish what they were feeling? Love is not fair. Love at first sight is never true. According to the word of God, love is patient. It takes time to build itself. It takes time to establish what it is. If you make peace in anything you call love is actually lust. You understand? Then it says that love does not fail. Love does not fail. So if it ever fails, it's never love. Are we okay? Yes. So then you begin to ask yourself, so the relationships you entered into are up, was it love? Somewhere, somewhere not. I will explain. Love does not fail. And that is true. The fact that there is a separation between two physical people who were once acquainted doesn't mean that they are not in love again. Relationships are not held on the face of love alone. There are a lot of things that make relationships and marriages work than love alone. Are we okay? There are people who have let go, even though you love them, but because of certain traits. Are we okay? So the fact that people are separate doesn't mean they have no love themselves. Definitely. You can love someone and still not be in a relationship with them. So if if you have an ex, doesn't mean you were not in love. Because maybe that the, the fact that the relationship failed doesn't mean the love has failed. Are we okay? The failure of a relationship is different from the failure of love. Because as I stand here, no one is my enemy that worked with me before. So I can love them, but not in the erotic or sexual way, but in the agape way. Because they are not my enemy. I pray for them for God to prosper them. I pray for them for them to be stable in whatever they are doing. But in the aspect of marrying them, it will never cross my mind. So I love them. But not in the way you are thinking. Are we okay? So you don't need to have enemies. Our real enemy is the devil. Regardless of what someone has to you, they are supposed to be your enemy. Love. Because it's he. Annoying to you, calling an ex an enemy or a devil, you don't know that you are walking in the influence of the devil. Because your love is growing cold. You don't accept what the person is doing is is I can't forget. <laughs> I can't let it go. But unknowingly, you are walking in hatred 
which is an influence from the devil. We should leave the love. So if you are hating someone because of what they did to you, you will not hate yourself. There's an aspect of you that you hate. God demonstrated all these things to us. Love never fails. So he tells us that nothing can separate us from his love. He says nothing, not present, not past, not future, can separate us from his love. It never fails. Even this love, it never fails. So you can love someone as you want your relationship with them. Not you are acquainted with them sexually. You are cool. You are, you are, you are cool like that. Give up. You know my enemy will be your enemy, but they are cool. It doesn't mean that love fails. No. The relationship and the love are two different things. Are we okay? Are we okay? So, so you, you, you go and go and talk He never loved me. He, he used me. You need to use him too. <laughs> yeah. There was love, but there was just not an understanding. There was not a consensus in character. It was different than we're coming together. So there must be a consensus. That consensus was not there. So you know when you know because the love wasn't there. The love was there. So please don't trust every relationship just because it broke up and you see love. I can love you, not in relationship with you. Are we okay? So love never fails. If it ever fails, it's never love. Then it goes ahead to say, love never keeps wrong. So then the ethnic or the secular people say that love is blind. Yes, yes, yes. Love indeed is blind. And God is love and God is not blind. So what are you trying to mean that love is blind? This is the meaning of love is blind. It doesn't mean that love makes you blind and don't choose the right person. No, that's a wrong understanding of love is blind. To say that love is blind, that's why you told someone and you, you saw the red flags and yet you still went in for it. It's a wrong understanding of love is blind. God said love is blind, but in this regard, it ignores wrongs. It doesn't take into record the account of the wrong people have done. That is when it is blind. So when you do something to me and I don't take it into account, I don't take it into record, that means that love is blind. Not when I see you, I know you are wrong for me, but I have to go for you. No, no, not that one. Some of us are bookkeepers of the records of the things and the wrong people have done to us. We, we are not accountants, but we are keeping record of what people have done to us. <laughs> See, you, you can take, you can, if they ask you to wait, you begin to list whatever they think. So when God said that your sin will lie, remember no more, it's not that he's a forgetful God. It is because he has chosen not to remember. He has chosen not to take it into record. So you will do wrong, and then it's being written with pencil. You need my book. I've explained of this. There's a paper called fibrous. And the only thing is the writing that ink that has no acid. So when you write and you put water on that paper, it clears what you've written. Now our pens have acid. So when you write, you put the uh, water on it. It doesn't clear. But in those three days, the ink they write with has no acid. So when they write on the fibrous paper, when you put on it, it's able to clear. God is saying that our sins are on the fibrous paper. And when we ask for forgiveness, it's clear. So there is no record of our sins. It's not because God is blind. He keeps no record of our sins, past, present, future. He keeps no record. He keeps no record of it. 
So you not keeping record of sins means that lamb is blind. Because of lamb, you have made yourself blind to the errors of people. You give room for the for the imperfection of people. It doesn't mean you are blind, but you have chosen to overlook things. If you are going to have a successful love life with anyone, either brotherly love, marital love, you need to learn how to overlook wrongs. Scripture says love overlooks wrongs. So in other words, if I see you and every time you do something wrong and complain, you took this, you didn't put it there, you did this, you didn't dress more, you did this, you didn't talk well, you did this, and every time I'm complaining, I'm not working in love. Learn how to overlook. It doesn't mean that God's have a conversation and talk about issues. But it says that when you don't learn how to overlook things, you are not walking in love. So all along you thought you were helping someone by talking plenty about what you did. But you know all you were not walking in love. Love is blind, but in this context, what's that one? Are we okay? Yes, sure. Learn how to overlook the wrongs of people. It's something we have to learn. If you are someone who is much more concerned about clean, cleanness, neatness, and perhaps someone takes this glasses from here and places it here, okay? The person did not do the right thing because it was here. This is the position of the glasses. Now, what happens is that you begin to complain. Why do you do that all the time? Why do you take this and don't put it there again? The best we can do is to pick the glass from here and put it here without talking. The person will realize what you have done and then change from it. Let's let that also. Don't you have what you Jesus? Uh, 
there's not a girl around that. You know, yeah, this girl likes this thing too much. Let's say, I don't say a guy is a material girl, or maybe, let's say this girl likes like a certain aspect, something, something, we all know that she likes. So this guy, let's say, really, will just be flooding the girl with this thing. Maybe she realized, he realized, no, this girl don't have this. Let me just keep this girl this thing. So from time, she said, maybe the girl, I said, of oh, one hundred man, but from time, the girl will say, okay, let's just do this for the chance. Uh, so what about that? Because it's like, the boy now is ending something. So it looks as though what the lady is doing, what the guy is doing for the lady, and the guy is that the love. Exactly, exactly. I don't know whether some of you understand this guy. Yes. Maybe some of this guy. Let me let me help you. If if the lady accepts the proposal based on the things you do or give her, it's not necessarily because she loves you. Because you have been consistent, you you've shown a level of commitment, and she wants to give you a chance. The day she said yes to you doesn't mean that the day she loved you. Please, ladies, you are here. Okay. The day a lady says yes to you doesn't mean that is the day they began loving you. No. A lady can simply say yes to you because they want to give you a chance. Oh, happy okay. So not every yes in a relationship is not love. And something is happening here. Another premise by which a lady will say yes to a proposal because of the things you are doing here is because she wants to use you. She wants to spend the money. So long as you keep giving her those things, she loves you. Let's finish and see. If it is money, she will keep loving you because at least you give her money. The day you stop giving her that money, she will tell you I don't love you again. I'm from someone else. So was that love? I'll be okay. When a lady accepts your proposal, based on the things you have done, you were doing this things for a very long time. That thing was taking time to establish itself. And she will decide to give you a chance. And then she will tell her she will let you love you. No lady who loves someone love them based on what they give them. That same lady, eh? No one is, there's a guy who's not giving her anything. But she's dying for that guy. And she's the one who's doing everything for that guy. So what are you telling me? That that guy who gave her the girl's love. You can never earn someone's love by giving them something. They choose who they give their love to. Ladies, are you here at all? Yes. Am, I, am I hitting the child for you? You can buy them any kinds of gift, but if they don't choose, if they don't give you their heart, if they don't choose to love, they don't love you. Someone who doesn't have to work, someone who doesn't have anything, who have not given anything before, that's what they're dying for. You will see a fresh guy. You will say, okay, let's use this scenario. Especially in Ghana, our tribe, Ghana. You see a Ghana man and you see the wife. Most of the time, the Ghana man who married big wives or big women, top women, with all the shapes, they are men who are thin. 
Have you noticed it? Yes. You see a young woman with all the tears and you see the husband. You ask yourself, you wonder, please, in all respect, you will wonder if this man is really the husband of this woman. Like, he can eat the hand of Because he doesn't look it. Yet someone else was giving this same woman the thing that the lady man be. And the man did not have the he didn't have the physical appearance, natural beauty, we understand. But this man still, this woman still agreed to the man. What am I saying? Love is not pain. Love is giving. Love, tell me about love is giving. You can choose who you give the love to. So God says, love your neighbor as yourself. Is this neighbor? What about the other people? Okay, I'm going to. So do you understand? I think that will give some time to people to ask questions too. But let's let, let, let's move on. Please, if you questions, we'll deal with it then so because we can be able to understand all these things basically. So love is not here, love is given. The proof of love is sacrifice and given. Please listen. The proof of love is sacrifice. And that sacrifice is proven in giving. Not only in giving, but the condition of the heart of the person giving. Because Satan also gives. So he's not giving because he loves you. He has a different mentality and motive before he's given. Not everyone gives you out of love. So the condition of the heart of a person, their motive and what they are giving will tell you if what they are giving you is out of love, out of lust, or any other thing. Are we looking? Because Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. There was a love for us first before he gave. He didn't just give us because he wanted to give us. He didn't give us because we were saying Gave up because we were, he was in love with us, and he is still in love with us. Are we okay? Yes, God did not give us Jesus because we are sitting on. No, no, no. He gave us because he loves us. He gave us Jesus because he loves us. Because the work of Jesus in our life is not only to cleanse us from our sins or to bring us salvation. No, it's much more than that. Eternal life is at stake. Are we okay? The proof of that is sacrifice. So, again, love is not sex, my goodness. Can I preach it? Yes, sir. Hey, the proof of love is not sex. Please don't put your head down. Look at me. The proof of love. <laughs> the proof of love is not sex. Sex is not a proof of love. Sex is an effect of love. Sex is not love. Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, that the blessings of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. You see, you know it. The blessing, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. In other words, the blessing of God is not the riches. The blessing of God is not the rich. The blessing of God is not the house, what have you? The, the plane, the chance. No. <coughs> Sorry. But the blessing of God is what makes you rich. So, in other words, love is not sex. Love is what brings sex. But again, sex can be born out of pleasure, it can be born 
Sorry. I'll be okay. So if someone, you see, okay. Many of you are standing in the first person, you So 
is marriage a proof of love? If you love to marry me, you are taking time. Okay. Is marriage a proof of love? To an extent, where people can be okay relationship wise, they can date for 12 years and still not break up. Relationship. But they marry one year, boom, divorce. What happened? What happened? What happened? Their marriage was not a proof of their love. They were so much in love without any marriage coming in place. But when marriage came in, something else happened. Are we okay? This man again went into this woman and bought children. But he hates one. You hated her, but you still have sex with her. And you still marry her. And then you, the person gave birth for you. If someone has a child with you, it doesn't necessarily mean they love you. One day, someone was speaking to a lady. He was saying that I'm dating and I want you. And if 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 you can only uh if you can only get pregnant for me, you stay with me, I'll marry you. But the only reason I can break up is different. But what do you know with this girl thing that this guy was mine? Just wanted to pleasure. If he had had that thing and baby comes in, he would be just a little. Or you say one good out. You take it out. You understand? It's not every pregnancy has a book of love. Are we okay? <laughs> there are some of you who are in quotes. You call it one night stand. You think it's not because you love the person. You were in the mood at that time. You wanted to feel yourself. Are we okay? Are we okay? Sex, please don't never never mistake this. That sex is a proof of love. That having a child for someone is to prove that you love the person. No! Marrying someone is a proof that you love the person. No! There are some people who are better off you without marriage. Please, don't, don't start cursing me. Scripture says they are eons. They are inox unto God. They are inox unto God. Inox are people who don't marry. They don't have any children. Are we okay? They are inox unto God. They are so because they want to prove their love for God. So there are people who are there who are not supposed to marry. Whom God has made them so. But there are others, the scriptures in the book of Matthew, that there are others who have made themselves. Enos unto God. There are some that God has made them Enos, and there are some who have decided themselves to be Enos. Like God, he was an Enos. You know how He was an Enos unto God. Apostle Paul, with the book of Corinthians, you know how he was an Enos. There was an Enos also reading the scriptures, and he couldn't understand the Bible. And God transferred Philip, translated Philip to a prophet, and then Philip came to the man to explain the scriptures to him. He was also an Enos. He was reading the scriptures. To there are people who are meant for marriage. Please, not everyone is supposed to marry. But please, if you are supposed to marry, please marry. Uh, are we okay? I'm not talking about anything saying you're not married. That was it. There are people who God has made the females. 
There are people who have made themselves winners, and there are people who are just have made them winners. So please, let this three criteria. God makes you an Enoch. You make yourself an Enoch, and people make you an Enoch. In other words, if people are making you Enoch, so let's assume. In quotes, I'm a priest, a Roman father. I was not married. And I begin to refuse people who are not supposed to be Enoch, but recruit them as sisters and whatever need they call the other people. And then I say, You are Enoch. You are Enoch. I am making them Enoch. And there are other people. So for me, I'm the one who's preventing them from getting married. And yet God has not made them so. I have made them so. And then there are people who their family, their family, they are going to pay them so. You understand? So, God makes people in our personally. People themselves choose to be in our themselves. You know, sometimes you have a very hot break and you say you marry again. <laughs> I love this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell yourself you marry again, father, until the next person comes. Oh boy. Uh, you guys see my boys are trapped. They are falling in love. You, you die in love. <laughs> How are you? And then something happens again. You go through that same cycle again. But not anymore. I thought you said amen. So, when you find yourself in a position of being an Enoch at this stage of your life, please ask yourself questions. Has God made me in the end date myself? Because sometimes people can even make themselves in love because of their character. Okay. And then also, if it is someone doing you so or you haven't have done you so, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Alright. Let me conclude with this. Most of us mistake love for something else and judgment for something else. It is not everything that God does for that is the proof of his love. Sometimes it's the proof of his judgment. If we read the book of Genesis chapter 6, verse 17, I was like, God destroyed the earth with love, with water. According to the book of Enoch, and even scripture, when earth was created, God made water to be on earth. So rain did not need to fall before plants would grow. The water on the earth could sustain the life of plants. So plants did not have to die. They have constant supply. Are we okay? That was how God created it. And also, there's water in the firmament, the first heaven, the sky in the first heaven. And the book of Enoch says that the water in the sky supersedes, it's far more plenty than the water in our oceans. Are we okay? Okay. So, in God's agenda, initial agenda, rain was not supposed to fall. It was supposed to be like rainwater. The water in the firmament was supposed to cool us on earth. So we have like something like an AC sort of. And the water on earth is supposed to get things to grow well. So nothing like rainfall. The first time rain fell, it was a sign. You see, rainfall is not only a sign of God's love or God's blessing. The first time rain fell, it was a sign of God's judgment. God said, these people have sinned against me and I will judge them with rain. And he calls flood. So when you are calling rain for blessing, understand its initial inceptions. That rain fell not as a result of a blessing, as a result of judgment. So we have to be 
careful that we we mistake people's judgment for the love of God in our life. How are we okay? Sometimes we mistake God's judgment in our life as He loves us. He loves us, so He took the blessing away. No, God can place judgment on you and take someone away from you because you do not treat the person well. Then when the person is gone, you know that I should have. Oh, I've seen plenty. People can be taken away from you as a sign of God's judgment. Not a sign of God's love. Not everyone lives your life that it is God that takes them away that He loves your boy. No. It's a judgment to yourself. So, but no, not on the land, I will say that. And God said He will not destroy the earth again with water. So now, when rain falls, it's no more as a result of His judgment, but a sign of His love. Not only to the farmers. To everyone, so the man can equally have what that will sustain them. Are we okay? Lastly, the book of John, chapter 9, the verse 1 to the verse 2. Bible says that there was a man who was blind from birth, and the disciples asked Jesus, Jesus, who was responsible for this? Is it his sins or the sins of his fathers or the sins of his mother? And Jesus said, No, this guy was made blind from birth. For the glory of God. So someone can be made blind, disabled as a result of God showing his own love. Please, it is God, not you. <laughs> Please, understand this. It is not everyone whom you see to be disabled that something happened to them. God himself made them so for a reason. Are we okay? And it is our duty not to despise anyone. Because in doing so, we might be despising God Himself. Thinking that we are making fun of someone who cannot walk, who cannot see, who is a beggar. Please, just great and small, make him, make him both. So don't mistake the love of God for punishment against some people. Some of you, some things happen in our life and you feel it is God punishing us. And yet it is God's love shown to us. When some things are today, you think God is blessed that person that we committed. And yet it is God showing us love. And I gave an example one time ago that there were some ladies who came to school in UPSA and in their hostel around Apostle Paul over here, they didn't have. It was said that the car lost its brake and jumped into them and the girls died. If those girls were not given admission, they would say that God doesn't love them and all their colleagues have gone ahead. But when that mission was given to them, and now they came, they came to face their death. So if God was preventing their death by not giving them admission, they would say that God has loved them, God has punished them to stop serving God. So please, let us understand, let us descend love. Let us descend to know what love is. Are we okay? Because there are many things that are going on in our life that we don't think it is love, but it's God's love actually. And the things that we think are God's love actually God's judgment. We love to take some few questions. Okay. But before that, uh, you know, during the weekend, eh? okay. my wife and I were really expecting something. Okay. Uh, we've been waiting for this news for quite some time. Yes, and we've worked for times. We even came to here and we discussed some things about concerning that we can go. We still going to where we should rather see the other side. But still, this week we are still expecting this good news. Okay. But 
But your father has told you that you can't answer. Okay. It Any outside what I've got, any clarifications? 
that was just an example. Oh, please, let's take questions. Let's take questions so we could uh, okay, Mr. Kostrapiti. Satan, mm. and he will deal with you. 
you understand? Now, did that lamb or not lamb cause you? I, do you mean that you mean hand over sacrifice to Satan now? No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, uh, it gets to a time where some people just can't be loved. Because some people cannot be loved. Yes. Say that you choose not to give them your love, not that you cannot be loved. I said, you can choose who you love. You can choose who you give your love to. Everyone can be loved. Everyone has the capacity or the ability to love and to be loved. Love your neighbor as yourself. Everyone has that capacity and ability to love someone. And everyone has the capacity to receive love. Now, if someone is doing you much evil, and as a result of that, you feel like you did not deserve your love, let's, let's explain it well. You don't deserve your time, you don't deserve your attention, you don't deserve your company, or you don't deserve your love. Because you can love someone from afar. Someone can be doing the wrong thing, messing up, saying bad things about me all over, and yet I love them from afar. I don't talk to them, but I still love them. So, what they are doing, you see, if you cannot, how do I say this? Loving someone, right, should be on the basis of who you are, not what the person has done to deserve your love. Are we okay? Loving someone should be on the basis of who you love, not what the person has done to deserve your love, because no one can end love. So if you are loving someone, it's not because of who they are and what they have done, but based on who you are. You choose to love them because you, you are a person of love and you are holding your heart with all diligence. And that doesn't actually mean that you have a communication with them, you be close to them, talk to them like always. No. And some people end up calling people their enemy and they want to kill them in prayer. If you kill them in prayer and they die, the spirit is still in existence. Mm. Spirits don't die. They can only be held in chains or in captive until the day of judgment. Until now, no other spirit to be held in captive. Until the coming of Christ, anytime any spirit is cast out, it goes out somewhere else into the one and a function. You understand? So no spirit can be cast out. So if you are killing someone in your family who is a witch or a wizard, when the person dies, that spirit will find someone else to rest upon. So if that person is a witch and cannot, does not deserve your love, and as a result, you feel like, let me hate them and kill them in prayer, it will move to someone else. What if you could, sorry to say, but it will not happen? What if that one moves from that person in your family and that spirit rests upon your wife? You look at your wife, you will do. No. You will find a way to handle that situation. Not in hatred, but in love. You don't retaliate with hate, you retaliate with love. Pay good when evil comes, not evil with you. Are you okay? Okay, so in a situation like this, we can decide to ignore whatever they are doing and just live your life. Yeah. There are many people I love, but I don't hate them. I don't talk to them, but I love them. You don't talk. There are many people I have disassociated myself from. But I don't hate them, I love them. I choose not to talk to them. That's if I don't love them. And there are people who you can be talking to and still don't love them. <laughs> See? So it's a choice. But don't pay people with people. You get it? Thank you.
Bobby bei uns schon ist. Okay.
Okay. It's a choice. Not everyone's own is not the same. I might get married to my wife because of purpose. Not just because of love. Purpose. That's the main thing. Purpose. Purpose. That's the main thing. Is my wife going where I'm going? Does she understand where I'm going? That's it. She understands it. We are good to go. Everyone in their own. By the basis of it, the purpose of God. Yeah, the will of God is yeah. When God told the prophet to go and marry a prostitute, the one was a prostitute who was having so many sex without love being involved. And God told him to go, purpose. And God did not tell him what to go and marry a prostitute. That man, at the position he carries and the work he was supposed to go and do, he did that the skill of a prostitute must be involved. If you marry anyone else, that way he is doing no way. Some prostitutes have certain skills that other people don't have. And the prophet did that skill. So I'm not talking about sexual skills. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these sexual skills. Nah. They have met a lot of people that have a level of intelligence with men. You know how it's easy for a woman to win souls, guy souls, and guys to also win people's souls. That's how I'm talking about what that's death. Okay, so please, campus, the will of God. It differs from person to person. The fat bomb bomb and all those things are other secondary matters. But at least, even if God says this is the His will that I marry this person, it will, He must know that myself and within me it has their witness. And when I see my wife, I say Shabbat <laughs> Shalom. You understand?